Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. Elliot. Mmm, that's me. Boy, be in. Ha! I'm at the Pizza Hut. What? I'm at the Taco Bell. What? I'm at the Combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. I'm at the Pizza Hut. What? I'm at the Taco Bell. Nah. I'm at the Combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Wait, what? If they're doing well, right, they do, they go deep into the playoffs and Jimmy G has a solid year, like not injured and all that stuff. They're like, they're all, they're all saying, you know, one pass. Mm-hmm. He overthrew the touchdown pass to Emmanuel Sanders, and that would put well, the game away. They said the same about Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah. That he missed those three, those three passes, and he was never. And then he took a knee, and that was mm-hmm. it. Which you, can't, which you can't do at the Tokyo Olympics this year. Did you see that? No. Are they, are being, so they're doing the Olympics? They're full I think on so. doing Olympics? People are being uh, there, that there will be punishments handed out for any uh, kneeling or protest, signs of protest. Hmm. On but from any nation, because no. it should have been last year. It was going to be last year, then the pandemic, because it's all it's all like on an even year. It's yeah, because like, I think know. it was this. It's the summer games. So I mean, you're going to tell me that the team USA with a lot of a team full of black gentlemen, uh, what you'll take away some. I mean, that's like you can't pay for publicity like that. So yeah, I mean, uh, should, like the, the the guys in what the what was it the. 70 something one yeah, with but the Tommy glove? Tommy Smith. Tommy okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Tommy, Tommy Smith. Smith and um So there's so, John so, I mean, Carlos. John Carlos. John Carlos. They're there's they're gonna strip they're gonna strip medals from people if they do this? I mean it didn't say that, but what what other punishment can they brandish? Like a banning of um like a fine? Like a fine or a, a banning of uh you can't play uh, in the Olympics next time. Well, you know what? You know what they should do then. I would say, okay, don't, 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 don't like kneel or do anything, any, any gestures. But every interview after you've won the, uh, the whatever event it is, you just be like the most difficult interviewee. Yeah. You just tell them. Well, they said I couldn't, um, you know, speak my mind, so I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. I won. Later, <laughs> or some shit like that. See, no, I, I think, I think you got, I, I, I think that's bullshit. I think this is a time when all these white athletes have an opportunity to step up and and have like uh, Black Lives Matter um, flag, like, all, like yeah. drawn on their chest. Yeah, or, you know, just like yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, it's it's an opportunity. I mean, if you yeah. know the the nation went through what it did last year, and then. You know, this is all about being patriotic, and your song is singing and on the this podium. Is like unity, like this is like world unity in a way, right? The uh, the, the Olympic Games, it's like in so, one yeah. stage where it's like everybody in the world gets together, and they've all seen what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm sure. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know what it's like in other countries per se, but I know for a fact they all know what's going on here. Oh yeah. Oh, for the Malcolm X book, also right, he talked oh, about yeah. how they all knew when he went when he went abroad. They all knew what was going on. Like, yeah. What's happening over there? Yeah. And right? and I, I think it's kind of what we talked about before. And my belief is it's not really up to uh, the black athletes to go to the Olympics and do their protests because right. they live it. Yeah. Uh, it's up to these you know white people or any other nationality really to say 
damn, I fucked up. And like, we have your back for this. We're yeah. gonna take this opportunity um, to show you to shine this light and to yeah. to show you that we we you know we don't stand for it either. A classic, and at the same time, progressive. Welcome to the Folding Towels Podcast. no way they actually talk about folding towels welcome everybody to uh another episode of the folding towels podcast hopefully you've got um a lot of chores in your way but also maybe be sitting down uh this for one this one could get heavy this one could get heavy this is one that uh i um either ignorantly or um fucked up of me or twisted me but i wanted to have a podcast episode and talk about um the most disgusting word in the history of our language and that would happen to be the n-word uh which we will not we will we don't need to say it because you know what it is we all yeah when you say n-word you just can you guess it's not nutella no it's not nutella no (laughs) and it's and it's not i-n-w-a-r-d like when you look inward it's not that either it's Mm. it's the n-word so um, yeah. so I definitely, uh, I, cause I have, you know, experience as a, as a white person, uh, I've heard the word in various, um, instances and I have feelings of it. And I, I feel like this past year, I've always had certain feelings about it, but this past year I, I, I stumbled across a couple of really well said, uh, explanations and, and talking about it. And, and so I wanted to talk to you about it and, um, you know, yeah. kind of get a little, uh, have an open and honest discussion between a, a, a white person and a black person about the, the N-word in 2021. Can you believe it? Yeah. Um, I just want to start off by saying, uh, you know, for me, I've, I, it's just not a word that I've ever used. As a, since a child, my mother has always told, this isn't a word for us to use. And Believe you me, I've grown up listening. I've you know listening to a lot of music, being around a lot of people that that use it a lot, consistently. Um, and you know, I just, I just don't ever say it. I mean, have you ever heard me say it before? I've never said no. it. No. Um, it's it. Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, it it has. It's such a it's such a it's such a weird word, and um, we'll get more into it. But that um, that that video that you sent me uh, is so spot on, like context. Yeah. You know, or what did he what did he say? What I mean? I, yeah. So way. so Elliot's talking about a, a video that a YouTube video that I sent from Tanahasi Coates. Um, and he was given a book to our, I can't remember the exact book, but somebody asked a question. Eight years. We had eight years or something like we were eight years in power. That was the name of the book. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. So, um, and I'll cue that up. Um, you we know, so I'll cue it up right now. So everybody enjoy, um, this five minute YouTube video of Tanahasi Coates, um, giving uh, a good explanation of, of a, a person asked them, I'll just, we'll just run it. We'll just run it. I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. I think, I think no matter what, I think it's good to hear for anybody because I, yeah, it's just one of those things like, huh. And to me, it made a thousand percent sense. Last week, Northwestern had this concert with Lil Uzi Vert. He uses the N-word profusely, mm. like a ton. And there was an email sent out to students who went to this concert saying, you don't have a right to use this word, which I 100% agree with. Like I, as a white person, I don't have any right. I haven't, until reparations are paid, until there's some sort of giving back, there's no right. But what do you say to, I don't know what to do when I hear my friends using this word in a song. I don't know what to do when it's just, it's all the time. Words don't have meaning without context, okay? Um, my wife refers to me as honey. That's accepted and okay between us. If we were walking down the street together and a strange woman referred to me as honey, <laughs> that wouldn't be acceptable. The understanding is I have some sort of relationship with my wife. Hopefully I have no relationship with this strange woman. <clears throat> when I was young and I used to go see my family uh, in, in, in Philadelphia where my dad was from, they will all call him Billy. His name is William Paul Coates. Um, no one in Baltimore called him Billy. And had I referred to my father as Billy, that probably would have been a problem. That's because the relationship between myself and my dad is not the same as the relationship between my dad and his mother and his sisters who he grew up with, right? We, we understand that. Um, it's the same thing with words within the African-American community or within any community. Uh, my wife, with her girlfriend, will use the word bitch. I do not join in. I don't, you know, say, hey, I want to, I don't do that. I don't do that. And perhaps more importantly, I don't have a desire to do it. You, you understand? You know, um, it, a while ago, Dan Savage was going to have this uh, show that he was going to call Hey Faggot. I'm not going to yell faggot at Dan Savage. I'm just not, that's not my relationship with the LGBT community, and, and I understand that, and I'm okay with that. I don't have a desire to, you know, uh, uh, yell out the word, you know, faggot. I just don't have that. Um, the question one must ask, if, if that's accepted and normal for groups of people, we understand that, you know, it's normal, actually, for groups to use words that are derogatory in an ironic fashion. Why is there so much hand-wringing when black people do it? Um, Black people are basically, you know, however you feel about it, they're not outside of the normal rules and laws for humanity. I had a, you know, a good friend who used to have this um, cabin in upstate New York, which he referred to as the white trash cabin. He was white. I would never refer to that cabin. I would never tell him I'm coming to your white trash cabin. <laughs> I just wouldn't do that. I, and and I, you know what I mean? I think you understand why I wouldn't do it. The question one must ask is why so many white people have difficulty extending things that are basic laws, you know, of how human beings interact to black people. And I think I know why. <laughs> um, when you're white in this country, 
you're taught that everything belongs to you. You think you had a right to everything. You had a right to go with you. I mean, and you're conditioned this way. It's not, you know, because you, you know, your hair is a texture or your skin is light. It's the fact that the laws and the culture tell you this. You had a right to go where you want to go, do what you want to do, be however, and people just got to accommodate themselves to you. So here comes this word that, you know, you feel like you invented. <laughs> and now somebody will tell you how to use a word that you invented. You know, what? why can't I use it? Everyone else gets to use it. You know what, that's racism that I don't get to use it. <laughs> you know, that's racist against me. You know, I have to inconvenience myself and, and hear this song and I can't sing along? How come I can't sing along? You know what I mean? And I think, you know, uh, uh, for white people, I think the experience of being a hip-hop fan and not being able to use the word nigga is actually very, very insightful. It will give you just a little peek into the world of what it means to be black. Because... <laughs> Because to be black is to walk through the world and watch people doing things that you cannot do, that you can't join in and do, you know? And so I think there's actually a lot to be learned from refraining. Yeah. You know? I mean, in every, every, every little bit of what he said, it was like, you would not be able to argue it. Yeah, and, and <laughs> I would love to talk to the person. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to talk to the no, no, I would love wouldn't. to just see who and how would you argue it. Please tell me, like, I'm, I would be so curious for the comeback of someone who would say, you know, would say, well, you know, and it's, you, that person would show their, you know, direct ignorance right there. I would think. Yeah. And reasons why I would never want to talk to that person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I wanted to, I also wanted to do a pod, a podcast on this. Um, and I understand that we don't have a, a, a absolute wealth of listeners, you know, yet, but I think that that's not important. The important thing is to uh, hear, hear about like a, a couple of intelligent, you know, guys talk about um, this word. And I also need to call out uh, some, you know, white folk I know. Mm. who who have said certain things or asked certain questions um and all the while thinking that it's probably uh okay or in bounds to say some of these things and i just mm. want to like come straight out and be like these this is just not okay yeah and i can share some some of my um you know some of my stories uh that i've experienced with it as Please, well if you if you i mean if you Oh, well, okay. So yeah, I'll, I'll a couple a couple times, and most of them occurred probably. I would have guessed like high school. Okay, so the first, the first instance, um, I, we were probably like, you know, eight or nine. My brother, I, you know, I was probably like eight. My older brother was probably like nine, and Sinclair, my younger brother, was probably like six or something like that, or something. We were young children. Mm -hmm. We were at our we were at our home. Um, we had a basketball hoop in our front yard. So we were out there playing basketball, right? And these two older kids, like I, now I can imagine that they were teenagers, right? Um, we're just walking, you know, walking by or whatever. And, um, you know, we, we, all three of us were out there playing basketball. They stopped and started playing basketball with us. They, you know, we were like, okay, whatever. You, could, you know, we're in Apple Valley, California this time, right? In the, the, the Mojave Desert, right? This is kind of where I grew up. 
and uh, and so we're playing, right? We're playing basketball, and one of the one of them, um, you know, you know, we're playing the basketball game, right? He's like, like oh, kids you know, do, like yeah, like like you know, like kids do, and um, they're playing, we're playing, and um, you know, one of them, you know, one of them drops it, drops the N word, like you know, like hey, you know, we're playing the game, hey, what's up, you know. N I G G A, right? Uh huh. Can't do it. And so we all know because we grew up in the same house, and our parents were like, "This isn't a word you guys ever, ever use for any means, right?" And um, like I, you know, my parents wouldn't allow us to watch like you know, in living color, growing up, right? And so we kind of just like stopped and went into the house. <laughs> I don't know if all of us. I don't know if all of us. Our parents were there. Like my dad was. My dad was definitely at home because. We went in there and told him, hey, we were, you know, these kids were walking by, we were playing basketball with them, and they, they, you know, one of them called us the N-word. Can't do it. And I've never, I've never, I at that point, I'd never seen my dad move so fast. Like he was in there watching watching TV or something like that, got up, like tore out of the house and was like, you know, up in the kid's face, you know, did you call my, you know, one of my kids? And, you know, they were terrified, right? They were like, oh, you know, we, you know, whatever, right? But I remember that. So I remember like how mad he got about that, right? So that was like the first. You're like, oh, this is, this is real big. <laughs> this is, yeah, I was like, damn. You know, and you know, it was like a couple of white kids were in Apple Valley, which was not diverse, you know, um, rural, it still is. Like if you took a drive out there right now, Elliot, you, you know, there's some parts of you like, wow. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. Um, and, and so that was, that was one of them, you know, I've been called it in high school, the ER version can't do it in front of like, you know, six other, you know, like, you know, white kids. Um, and the funny thing is about this, this kid who said it, who called me that like years later at the high school, because I went to boarding school, small, tiny boarding school years later, I went to a high school reunion, like 15 years later, while I was in college. And he was still like, he came up and was like apologetic. was like, I can't believe I did like almost in tears. Right. And at that point, like I knew he was like, you know, he's just one of those idiot kids that didn't know any better back then. I knew that about him. Mm -hmm. um, and so lo and behold, it, it came to fruition. Right. Like, like, wow. Okay. Um, and then the last, the only times I've, I've, I've heard it really since then, from white people has been when they're, um, and it's the ER version, but they're using it as like, you know, oh, you punk, or like, oh, you, you know, like. Can't do it. Um, you know, and, 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 that, and that kind of term, like. It's weaponized. Weaponized, like, I'm, and I'll tell you, I, working for the state, this is like a few years ago, going to lunch with this guy, we, we pulled into the parking lot and I, I, I witnessed a car that was just like, parked all terrible right that you know over the line like what it wouldn't it what an idiot you know what kind of idiot parks like this right mm -hmm. and he just was oh inward like just like that you know like can't do it and he's talking about them he's and and he's you know, with you yeah i'm in the car with him it's Jesus. like which tells me he says this oh, on yeah. a regular basis consistently you know like damn you know, this is in Sacramento, myself, California. 
this is in yeah, this is in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm like, you know, immediately in my mind, I'm like, well, this is the last time I'm going on to this guy. You just freaking like, open up the door and tuck and roll out of that bitch. You know, he like, you know, he like paid for my lunch because I could tell he realized, oh, shit. Well, I'm not supposed to say it around people like you. Yeah. He insisted on paying for lunch, you know. Oh, this was before lunch. That's an awkward. We were pulling lunch. into the parking lot. That's an awkward lunch. We were in the. We were at the Habit. <laughs> we were at the Habit Burger. Oh. And um, and yeah, man, I was like, you know, okay, you know. Did you say anything? Check the box. No, you know, I'm not gonna like. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say anything because nothing if needs I start to be talking, said. If, if I start talking, like. Where you know the work thing, yeah, you know? that's, and he knew it. You could, I, I could tell that he knew. He's like, oh, you know, yeah. But what he, he, he probably, what he probably didn't know or expect that that was the last time you know we ever had a friendly conversation. And did he, uh, did he ever like, not necessarily apologize because that would be kind of an empty apology, and yeah. you know, you already know how he is. But he never like brought it up, like. Wow, so, I don't. I, and part of it, I never really gave him the chance. You know, like he was pretty much. You know, now you're just you're just a somebody that I walk past. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Now, now I really know. You know, like imagine, you know. Imagine his, what he's friends. You yeah. know, just hanging out. Yeah, and that's the thing. If if he's so cavalier and casual about it that he'll say it just like whenever. I mean, yeah. it just gives you a glimpse of like what people would say when they're drinking or they're around, like you know, people. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And one of one of the you remember, uh, yeah, Jamie, in the college. But he's one that also said it in that in that in that of that in that way as well. With a with the R. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. Walking outside labyrinthian over cracks along under the trees. I know this town grounded in a compass. Cardinal landing in the dogwood. I keep going over it over and over. My steps iterate my shame. How come every outcome such come down? Lately afternoon with the shades drawn down. Kept saying I just wanted to see it. Saying what's wrong with that needle shaking outlines in a compass Every outcome such a come down I knew it when I saw it So I did just what I wanted So just like and you know you can it, it's clear right that growing up and like so so what comes to mind there is i think a larger um kind of a larger thing maybe we can go back to um later in the podcast but i think a lot of this is not like an excuse for these kids and grown men who say these see the words but because um towns that uh obviously were not into integration and towns yeah. who were had no desire to have a mixed community um for even until now of course yeah. and yeah. all in northern california um pretending this, this you know from to, orange county 
to pretending to be in this, you know, progressive yeah. Northern California, you know, California vibe. Um, like uh, one of our good friends, um, Steve Johnson, you know, mm-hmm. he grew up in Oakdale and yeah. he lived, he lived on, um, he lived off hang tree and like spook drive. And so these, this is, yeah. this is like, Hey, I live on this street. How could this be bad? Well, what is Placerville called? Uh, old Hangtown. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. and then, so, you know, in these textbooks and these teachers that are, that have, and the, the curriculum at large does not focus on saying, Hey, everybody in third, fourth grade, there's a word that white people invented to make black people feel uh, less than less than, yeah. less than anything. And this is a word that still gets used today and carries the same weight, if not more. This is a word that we should all never say. Yeah. Repeat after me. I will never say this word. Yeah. And then, but that doesn't happen. That isn't addressed. That isn't a thing. And then we can talk about, um, you know, the, the Tani C. Coates thing. The question was like, I hear it. I think in, in the one, it was like Lil Uzi Vert came, Lil Uzi yeah. Vert, sorry, excuse me, not yeah, Lil, 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 um, Lil Uzi Vert. And came and, and you know, at his concert um, and said the N word over and over and over again. Uh, why can't I say this word? Why can't I sing along? Yeah. Um, so right, like, yeah, yeah, she was like, uh, like, you know, I feel, I feel weird and saying like, I, she's like, I would never say it, but I just being around and hearing it, I, I just feel really weird. Like, what am I supposed to do? What, you know, can, and, and all that and you know he broke it down really really oh. eloquently he and, gave uh, he gave her and them like four perfect little analogies there and like right. and just off the top of his head i mean i'm sure he's answered it a million times but i was like every single yeah. one of those like yeah 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 it, there you it go it totally makes sense and, right? and then also you know what she could just say is like yeah don't say that <laughs> simple right? it's not it's not it's not a word it's not a word that has any you know, right. so I do, I, I, I try not to meander in this, um, in this discussion. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything to finish up with, um, uh, you know, thinking no. about Jamie or, you know, other things no. that you remember? No, I mean, that, that, that was really it. That's, that's how I've experienced it. And I, and every time, you know, like, you know, like I send you those, those DJ Michi Meech videos, right? <laughs> oh, well, that was clean. Ooh. Oh, hell no, that wasn't clean, motherfucker. That was dirty. Hey, come on, Pop. Chill, cuz. Oh, you don't like that no call? Take on a nigga, Popovich. Mother, come on, Pop. Chill. Huh? I should pop a bitch. That nigga foul on Ric Flair. I mean, that nigga, Popovich. Get your bitch ass out of here. Ah, fuck it. I don't have time for this shit. Give him hell, Becky. Woo! Hey. Technical foul on that nigga, Luca. It's okay, Luca. Chill, my brother. Technical foul on that nigga, Luca. Motherfucker. Hey, you're gonna pay for that. Yeah, so I did want to talk. I did want to talk about that. So let let let's start with um, let's start with let's go with that. So tell me, tell everybody a little bit about DJ Michi Meech. Oh man, he's 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 hilarious. But he, um, DJ Michi Meech, I thought he's on. He, I found him on Instagram because he does voiceovers in uh, NBA games, mostly in mostly NBA games, especially when you know there it's like action, like you know a, a player is getting fouled. And he's one of the one of his catchphrases is "Oh, ref," <laughs> and the way that the you know that the thing that that, that is happening, you can imagine that's what that's what they're saying, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, ref, that was a foul, or that was clean, and um, 
you know, but like the way he uses it, it's, it's very in a comical way. Obviously he's a black person. So we can go back to the context of what uh, Mr. Coates is talking about. Um, because yeah, when he says it, it, it doesn't, it means something totally different. You know, mm-hmm. it has a whole different, takes on a whole different feeling and meaning and he uses it in a very comical way. Um, and so um, these videos are just hilarious. And it, he uses the N-word a lot. A, yeah. the, you know, the, the A part. And, you know, obviously in rap music and a lot of, a lot of it, it's, um, you know, it can be used like in the movie Keanu. <laughs> with the Keegan Michael Key and uh, Keegan Jordan Michael Peele, right? Key, Key and uh, what's what's his, what's, the, what's his name? Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, yeah. Um, funny movie. The way the reason why that movie's so funny is because they say it so much, and the way that they say it. Yeah, because like Keegan Michael Key and Jordan Peele are both uh, like two people how they por- are you know portray themselves in that movie like two people who don't ever use that word like and they're best friends right right they're best and friends. Then- but then when trying to blend in with what, like uh, some kind of nefarious black characters uh, di- in this different, movie? Uh, different uh, life paths, people. <laughs> different life paths, yeah. And um, it's just hilarious. And um, it's just, it, yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, yeah, sorry, white people, you can't, you can't get on board with that. You can't, or you can get on board, you, you can laugh and think, think it's funny, but the record skips as soon as you say it, because it takes on a whole different meaning, regardless, regardless. Yeah. Can't do it. Not unless you're, you know, shit, I don't even hear Eminem ever has ever said it in any of his songs. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know much about Eminem, but I also don't think that there's ever been like hot mic or a, you know, a, a cell phone video recording of Eminem saying it and like a big right. expose. I don't, you know, and he had what D twelve? That was D12. like how many black gentlemen in a hip hop group? Them. Yeah, and how many of them? Uh, you know, yeah. How often did he hear the word? And he, I mean, he he's still found song. right. He's he found somehow, that... some way to avoid saying the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, so it's one. It's one of these things where, yeah, it, you you guys just cannot say it. Period. So. So Tanahasi Coates, he at the end of that video, I thought he put it so perfectly after he gave so many examples. He 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 kind of I think he distilled it down to uh, that white people, um, white people in this country believe they have a we have a right to everything to and everything. we can go wherever we want. We could do whatever we want. We have this freedom uh, and not not just because but because the laws uh, and everyone we walk around, I'll say myself, everybody accommodates to to me. Into yeah, the, laws and culture, like yeah. make it so that we, every, it, yeah, everyone else has to kind of adjust and, account, yeah. like you said, accommodate yeah. you. And, and then he's like, uh, white people are pissed that they can't use a word that we invented, you know, in a way, how gross does that sound? And then to be, um, and then to be white and to be not be able to use the word while singing a rap song is a glimpse of what it's like being black in this country, uh, which is watching so many people do things that you cannot do. So, yeah. And and so what leads me to, you know, kind of um, the whole thing with like rap music, like I'm being a wedding DJ. uh, There's so many 
hip hop bangers on the dance floor where, uh, and I'm not policing who's saying it and what. And that, are that are requested by these people. Requested playing it. Um, and I'm, I really haven't ever taken, you know, watch lips as they sing it or they don't, but like a, a really dear, a really close acquaintance of mine, you know, uh, said that he says the word wigger can't do it instead uh -huh. of the n-word during songs and i just told him straight up like you can't do that it's it's no. far it's far too close the meaning is is we don't know what you mean. Is literally white n-word it's like yeah you know however well-intentioned you might think you are this is not no. uh just don't do it again <laughs> yeah but no you, you, you can't do it anywhere close to the word for white person to say uh makes it un not okay at that point like no matter how you say it what you meant by it whatever it's just yeah. not it's it's you can't do it can't do it yeah you yeah. can't do it you know you can't like do it there's there's and if you're if you're you know and i'll tell you I'll, I'll never forget i think it was your birthday one time we were at karaoke i'll never forget that either yeah rory is that his name? Yeah. He, um, he did it. I was like, wow. Instantly, I was like, and he like played it off like, well, he, you know, it's written on the screen, you know, or whatever, yeah. whatever he tried to play it off. It's like, asshole. Can't do it. Yeah. No. You know, like for, for me, the, your, your credibility, you're, you're, you're done. Like there's nothing you can say to me or do for me now that, I, that, I'll, that, I'll, that I'll go, okay, well, it's cool. You know? Yeah. Like, and he grew, he grew up in Reading. And so, I mean, I'm sure just all through high school, all through every, you know, it, it was, yeah. it was thrown about. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was mortifying for, yeah. you know, for me. And I, mm -hmm. I just couldn't believe it. It's like, you know what? And so, and then, and then of course, you know, I don't know where the whole sticks and stones, um, you know, uh, came about, but I bet you money that when some punk white kid would call somebody that and then get beat up for it, they were like, okay, we gotta make it so like you know the words words mean nothing you know yeah like yeah let's let's just try to drive that part home yeah when we all yeah. know that it, at any point in time you could go to a store go wherever and use your words to start a fight mm -hmm. to start any kind of disturbance whatever um, because they do mean something mm -hmm. you know and they do. when you say it. When you when you when you say this word to a black person and you're not black, we all know, right. you know, it's close to being fighting words, you know. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna take mine back. I fell for. Say it loud. 
Yeah, and just just thinking that it, that it's you say it and it's not it doesn't carry the weight that it does. It's either because um, you know, like I mentioned with schools and um, upbringings and lack of education of the word um, is like probably one or two percent of that. And then mm-hmm. the ninety-eight percent of it is just like you know using as it as a weaponized word yeah. that is just used to demean and dehumanize somebody. Yeah. And white people yeah. just you know I don't know when that will change, but white people will always have that word um, to, to take at the cracker ready. Doesn't uh, you know? Oh, out. You know, like no. No, it's it's just it just doesn't, and 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 the whole part of that is because the power structure in in America is still set up to where white people have all of that power, and yeah. so you know until you know like let's say let's say we had like a ninety percent uh, black cabinet in in politics, yeah, you know maybe then the word kind of starts to shed. Some, some maybe because like policy, you know, and, I, I don't, and, I don't well, know. Probably not, but I'm well, no, saying, I like, mean, you're right. And if, if policies, if it, if it happened like that and policies shifted to where now, um, <laughs> you know, the policies are more like, well, it's more difficult for you to get a bank loan to start your business. And, um, you know, and that, and the, the, the top person at that bank calls you a cracker, please leave. Or, or, or I like, you know, I picture this like, um, uh, like it's so, it's so wild to think, but like, let's just, let's just flip the script where like a white person goes into uh, a successful um, middle-class white person wants to start their, you know, get, grow their business with this loan. And they go into this bank and everybody working in the bank is black. And that then, person would turn around and walk out. No, no, no. I'm saying, no, bear with me, bear with me. And then they sit down at the desk and they get frustrated, they get mad. And then that white person, you know, calls the the people working there the N-word. And the people, because everybody's black, might be just like, oh, that's just so sad. You know, yeah. why don't you just go ahead and um, before we throw you out. So, yeah, you, you know, really sorry about this loan. Didn't work out for you. It would carry a different meaning because it just doesn't have any type of right right for example like the like the lady in the bagel shop in new york right that um like he wouldn't serve her because she didn't have a mask on you can't sit up here and tell me that she didn't she you know didn't know what she was trying to do please please at that point in time right like you know he's a younger he's a younger kid right Mm -hmm. he's probably yeah what early twenties at the late at, at the oldest. She's a mom. And I mean, what do you like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you, now you're gonna play. You, you know, you're gonna play dumb. Like, oh well, you know, I've look my. You know, it's like wow. And that's a, that's on another here? one that I that I cannot I can't speak on. Um, but like the the you know some like working at the boys and girls club. Uh, you know, we, we had, we had a lot of black kids there. And just from my perspective as, as being uh, a white male in late teens, early eight late twenties, early thirties, working with uh, kids and, you know, working with black kids mm-hmm. when they would use it with each other. Uh, it always, to me, sounded like a term of endearment, like with each other. 
So yeah. a lot like I equated it almost to like um, I call my friends like dude. Yeah. So like, what's up, dude? You yeah. know, or or like they do something stupid to be like this dude. Yeah. Like this yeah. dude over here, and and like I feel, you know, with the a at the end, not the r, of course. Of course. It's it's then, ex- just then, no no backwards whatever. No, no, right. no, and so like, but it was never my place to be like, well, I can join in there too, because I'm, I'm well-meaning and I'm a friend of yours. It was very clear to me that that's just what they do now. That's good. Then, like, you're not an idiot. <laughs> I know. Right. Like I, I need my award, My I'm not, yeah, an award. Like, but, but then you did have some kids and some grown folk that are like, well, I'll never say the word. Like, you know, like yeah. you will never say the word. And it, it's like within the black community, I imagine that there is all kinds of, you know, um, there's that huge spectrum as well. Like, like to me, it, it's an, a word, it's an unmentionable word. And then for other people, it's, you know, they use it like some central coast people use dude. I, I, I agree. I mean, you know, it, it, I, they, they say that that's why Kyrie Irving and, um, and uh, what's his name? What's our point guard's name? The Lakers point guard, um, Dennis Schroeder, why uh, they got kicked out of the game like that. Apparently Dennis Schroeder called him that called him called him that. And Kyrie was like, nah, man, don't you ever call me that shit. Huh. And like they kept talking, you know, right? Like even after the fact, like kept talking. And apparently that's what it was about. And so uh yeah, I mean I think I I, I think there's, you know, like I can definitely be I can I can be around, I'm not offended. If they, if, 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 if a black person said that, like, you know, to me, but I'm, I'm, I'm just, not, I'm just not one to say it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and like, I always get uncomfortable sometimes too, when there's white people around and black people say it, because I'm waiting for that white person to feel like, well, then to jump in to, I can say it too. And I, I feel like, you know, that makes it kind of, Hmm, in a way, you know, and um but then it goes yeah, back yeah. to what you said about not being an idiot like yeah i feel like if if like why like my question would be why don't white people know that it is just so off limits and i think it does go down to what tonasi Coates said it's like we you know we just we just walk around and everything is ours there's nothing off limits for us i mean how many people still yeah. you know talk about uh women who are raped like oh what, what was she wearing you know, yeah. like, it's not like, oh, it's not this person who did this raping. It's like, well, it's got to be somebody else's fault. So, yeah. you know, me saying the N word, it's got to be, so, it's got to be somebody else's problem. Like, I don't mean it. I don't mean it in that bad way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, I agree. Cause like, in my, in my, in my mind, in my opinion, there can't be any white people that don't know the weight that it would carry Yeah, in any way that you're saying it. Not unless, not unless you're like the 1% of white people that is like literally born in to an area where, you know, you were six, you, you know, you're five years old. Like this one, this one guy that I, that I knew at, uh, when I worked at Macy's in Sacramento, when I worked at Macy's in Sacramento, this dude, uh, you know, was clearly not from any kind of white area you know he was like oak park 
to the bone. That's where he was born. That's where he grew up. He went to school. All of his friends, everybody. So, I mean, he had he wore dreadlocks, you know. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm you know, like in, in that sense, you know what I mean? I like, because, I mean, if you think about like, you know, that movie Trading Places, right? If you're mm-hmm. thrown into something and you know nothing else, like, he, the way he talked, it, it wasn't like he was trying, you know what I mean? It was just like, this is how, this is who he was in a way, you know what I you're mean? You're talking about him using the in yeah. word with the yeah. A at the end. With A then, yeah, like this was like his. It was clear to me that he. Okay. Yeah, so interesting. Did you say anything to him? Like, like he well, like, like when dealing with customers, like he wasn't. No, no, but like when we were at Macy's and you know we would all be like hanging out in the <laughs> Ralph Lauren section, when there's like no you know like no customers are walking around and we just you know everyone's just chopping it up. Uh huh. You know, like you know, there's black people there, and and and, and him. Everyone's just talking, right? Yeah. And, you know, well, he, he's saying it. Uh, you know, other other black people there are saying it. You know, I'm not, you know, but it was clear, like, he didn't... It's all, I, I don't want to say, like, he didn't know any better, but he just... It was... It, you you kind of tell, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's, it's like if someone literally dropped him in the middle of Watts, California, and that's where he grew up, like, from youth. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I bet you, I, I felt like he would be one that would take offense if someone who wasn't from where he was from said it to someone else, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I, I captured that, that, that feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's just interesting because I bet you some other white people probably would have been like, look at, you know, and he, you know, would, would, would correct them. Mm-hmm. You know, in one way or another, you know. Yeah. It just, yeah. It's just it's uh, it's kind of weird, Elliot. But like, like how um, what I can't. What's the guy's first name? The coat coats guy. Ton talked Hussey. about. Yeah, talked about. You know, my wife calls me honey. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the context, right? Like because yeah. they have a relationship, and I feel like this particular guy develop that over the course of his life, that kind of relationship with black people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's rare, right? Because how many people do you know that grew up, you know, that would have their, that, oh, my children grew up and went to school with all, all black kids, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's rare. So, you know, he may not, he, context wise. Well, and I think that also what that is, it is also code switching, right? Like, co- like the term code switching has to do with, um, you know, using words, speaking a certain way and shifting your language and lexicon based on the environment that you're in. So like okay. um, the my code switch was if I'm, you know, and it's 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 almost like an involuntary thing. It's not like a super. Uh, OK, so, you know, the key and peel um, where Jordan Peel is Obama. And he's he's walking down the line of all the diplomats and he's shaking all the white guys' hands. Yeah. And then, yeah. then there's a black diplomat, he daps him up three times and touches on the back yeah. and holds him tight and like, you know, come like from the bottom, like we're here. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then the next person he he shakes his hand. That's like right. that's code switching. So okay. um, yeah. where you know, the the guy you're talking about working at Macy's, you know, maybe his he 
he didn't code switch so hard. But I'm sure he like did he you know state drop the 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 positive you know mm-hmm. use of the n word in conversation with with like clients like who are shopping. Well, you know he he didn't all of a sudden turn into um, you know yes madam you know like uh, and Chappelle he didn't he didn't turn into that at all like uh-huh. I bet you white people would have been like would have been that's a wigger right there that doesn't know any better about wait a minute this guy you're talking about was white yeah oh elliot i didn't know that well i thought it was a no i thought it was i thought it was a black person you were talking about no this guy was white a white guy was but and i don't think he was code switching at all i don't think he was code switching at all you, you know what I mean? I, I gotta run this tape back. I don't think you said he was a white guy. I don't think I said so either. But I felt like, oh, no. I don't know. Like, I don't. I, I, I thought. I mean, so yeah. So the, the, this this oh, guy. Okay. So, like, like I said, like, well, I don't know. It was clear that he, um, like, I don't think he was code switching to be in with the black people that worked at Macy's, and I don't he think was he was just being co- himself. This is who he was. Like you, yeah. in talking to him, you could just tell, right? Because he was—he said and didn't blink an eye. Like, oh, I'm talking to a black person. You know, oh, you know, this and that. Like, art didn't wasn't like it's okay if I say that, right? Like, no, yeah. it didn't 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 even come up at all. And so nobody was like, listen, ever. I ne- I never anybody that talked like never no. Wow. Now. This could be, you know, product of the environment, right? Like I said, like he must have grown up. Well, so let me ask you this: Did you? And this is why, like he said, context words mean nothing without context. Everybody who was chopping it up was he? Were the things he was saying were was everybody taking it as like uh, not necessarily like a positive or like a well? well um well intentioned he wasn't putting any black people down um he used it as if as if like 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 just like how you thought he was a black guy and hanging out just, with, every, with everybody else. That's, that's, that, that's that's wild and he was like i said he wore his hair in dreadlocks yeah. so now the dreadlocks because you said dreadlocks earlier i was like yeah okay that's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like you know he wore the hair with dreadlocks and like wow. and literally no. it was it was kind of it was it was like when i when i got there right you know he'd already he'd been there he had they, you know he had worked at macy's for a while already um and a lot of people you know i was new and we're all standing around talking and you're like oh and I, i'm like oh wait a minute you know but at that point okay at that point in time right mind you like i went to boarding school Mm-hmm. So I was with a bunch of white kids that did not hang out with black people, uh-huh. right? That did not, you know, I'd been to college. Most of the white kids that I knew at college did not hang out with black people. So my idea of a white person using that word was was kind of like, you know, what the, you know, what are you talking about? Then it was clear to me that he he did not come from the world that I had come from. Yeah. Right. Um. And you know, like his girlfriend was black, right? He, um, you know, the whole thing. 
You know, he just, yeah. that's where he, that's just where he is from. So contextually, in my opinion, he was, you know, like I, from what I gathered, oh, okay, well, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, Lamar's cool with it. Jarrell's cool with it. You know, Masolina's cool with it. You know, Corey over there is cool with it. These are all the people that were, that were all around talking. Mm-hmm. And that's why he was he was just doing it, and and it's like no one was like, man, no one ever walked away from the conversation. Like, man, can you believe that? Can you believe you know that you know what's going on here? No, hmm. you know. And so, um, but then you know you see him with customers, and he he didn't all of a sudden turn into, um, you know, uh, oh yes, yes, sir, I can help you right here. Like, no. Yeah, he, this guy couldn't go into an office job or anything like that and get it. <sighs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, you know, any any dude at the uh, local accounting firm would would have him yeah. would have him removed. You know, and like he would be what any other white person would call. Would be like, wow, this. They would be like, hey, you're white. <laughs> you know what let I mean? Me, let me talk. Let me let me talk. Hey, come here, for real quick. <laughs> Uh, just a quick little you're just, white just need to know you know this is what and like. i know he would have had a problem with that person that would have told yeah. him that yeah you know Man. and it, it was just it was it was started. eye-opening for me a little bit started from the bottom now we're here started from the bottom now my whole team here started from the bottom now we're here Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team in. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. And and at the same time, it's just it's just like one person. It's a very that's a very rare case where you would yeah. see a white person throwing the word around, uh, seemingly well-meaning, and then other black people just being like, "Well, yeah, he's." He's fine, I guess. And I remember, it's... I feel like having a conversation with uh, with my with my friend uh, Lamar after, you know, like later. Cause I, I feel like I even like I was like, man, this, you know, he's a, he, you know he's a white dude like saying all this. Like, shit. hey Lamar, what the fuck is up with this? Yeah, and I think Lamar would have been like, man, this this he's he's more hood than any of us, than any of us. Like, and hey, you know, maybe he's the point zero one percent. Of a, white, of a white family that actually stayed in the neighborhood or was, you know, was that broke or whatever, uh-huh. you know, I don't, maybe he was a foster kid. I don't know, you know, like. And, so, and, but, then, and then at the same time, it, it's such a, it's such a tricky situation too, because the things that we're kind of saying about him, we're saying that almost like his credibility of like the shitty things that have happened to him would maybe make it okay for him to say this word when i mean the the success of a black person at least as far as i've i've seen the success of a black person doesn't give them the right to say it or the um ability to say it or the opposite of that to say it based on how much money they make or their income like some of the, like Jay-Z, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, how much money does he have? Yeah. And he, I mean, in the, in all of his music, um, is it uh, Kenya Barris? Yeah. 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 
I mean, his his show. Does his show drop some of those with a bleep on it? Or oh, I mean, I watched every episode of Blackish, right? Not Blackish, Black AF on Netflix. Okay, okay. Um, but I, any anyway. So my point is like, if if you are a black person and you want to use this word, it doesn't matter your experience. It doesn't matter your it doesn't matter your, your, your socioeconomic status or anything like that. If you're black, you're you can, okay. You can say this word. Yeah. Period. Pe- as as my hero Sean King says, period point blank dot com. Yeah. Period. <laughs> yeah. Like it. If I if I tomorrow decided that there was a word that was going to be in my vocabulary, I'm all good. Yeah. No and what. I and I want to say right now, for what it's worth, I'd be like, um, yeah, that's. That's that's cool. We're not our friendship isn't going to change um, a- any iota. And yeah, at the, the converse, I was gonna say, if it, I ever did that, you know me, I know you. Um, I would, you know, it would it would it would definitely change our relationship. I would say probably Elliot, like, you know, we've obviously you know been friends for a long time now, and you know we're having these conversations. Um, it would, it would change, it would change, but I feel like, you know, well, it, it, it would, it would change, you know, some, uh, you know, on some level, but I, I like, I feel like I, I could give, you know, I could give you a pass as long as you didn't say it in front of anybody else. You know what I mean? Dude, no, but I, but I would, you know, it, it, it would no. still be like, <laughs> no, I, I understand because I've, I have so much, uh, relationship capital to, to spend yeah. in our relationship but I, I understand, or I, you know, I somewhat feel like I understand the history of the word and how it's been used and how it's just always been weaponized, always has the, the always will be weaponized by white people against black people. And so if I ever did say the word, um, which I won't, <laughs> you know i mean i want to make that clear yeah uh, which i feel like i don't have to say to you but i want to make that clear to anybody listening out there yeah it, it's just it's not um it's just such a sickening uh sickening heavy word so uh, so in addition to that like the the acquaintance of mine saying uh wigger during songs you know because he can't just help himself to just not say anything um yeah. but then like even some you know some some close people to me when like retelling a story where they heard somebody say the word uh-huh. every now and then they'll say the word to me Can't do like, it. retelling of a story. Yeah. And I stopped. And I, and before I even say this, I want to at the risk of being like this uh, white angel, you know, saying uh-huh. like, I would never say that word. Uh, and that's how I sound. I want to make it very clear that I would never say that word. Yeah. I, I understand. But like them retelling the story and saying like, oh, they said this. It's just like, I stopped them. I was like, you know, you don't have to say the word. You, you shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't say the word. I know what word we're talking about. It's a good practice to just never say the word, except yeah. that it's never okay. Yeah. Um, and so I don't like, I just don't know why it's so hard for some people just to, you know, be like, well, I don't masturbate in public. <laughs> You know, why am yeah. I going to still think it's okay to use this N word at any point in my life? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's true. And the, the idea that, you know, well, why can't I say it? You mean that you're telling me that I can't do something? Yeah. Yeah. You know, 
is is the is the is, to me is like that's the main idea. It's like you're wait a minute. You know, we're all white here. Yeah. You're telling me that I that I can't do something? What are you talking about? And forget about a black person telling me that I shouldn't say it because you yeah. know. And it's it's true, like I mean, just, yeah. I mean, like when he talked about the Dan Savage thing, right? When the, when the when the girls get around and they they call they call each other bitch. Now I see it. I I witnessed it. I've, I've witnessed it before. Like girls, you know, hanging around. Oh, you know, you know, like and they and they're giggling about it and this whole thing. Like, but we all know that like, that's the worst word a man. Not I mean I don't know. It's a horrible word for a man to call a woman. Yeah, you know? and I mean, this is like bullying one hundred and one type stuff. This is on that type of level. It's like, like are you dumb? Yeah, like you know, you don't you. I feel like bullying 101 is you don't make fun of somebody for stuff that they can't change. You know, uh, you know, if you don't have something nice, don't say it at all type of, I mean, kids are kids, yeah. they'll make mistakes, but we're talking about kids here. They yeah. can learn and they can get better from it. And yeah. then, um, and then also you are able to bust on your friends and clown on your friends the way that you can not do to someone who's not your friend. Someone like, you don't know. like I can be like, um, like I can call myself like a fat shit after I've gained 20 pounds in COVID. Right. But I, even if you even said like, yeah, I would never do that. You know, you no, but even if you were like, L, you put it, you put, you, you've gotten it on this, this COVID. I'd be like, okay, okay. But if yeah. somebody else, who I don't know, be like, man, like what happened to you? I'd be like, man, you can fuck, fuck all man. the way off. Fuck you. Yeah. What? You got, you got something to say, you know, like, yeah. Like, because, you know, yeah, we've context again. It's, it's, it's all in, you know? Yeah. It's context exactly. Like how well do you know the do you know the person at all? Like, yeah. like, and it's it's crazy that that has to be that it has that some people and that then that's where that's that's where I think a lot of people they they know they know. Oh, what about the N word? Yeah. Oh, they, they know about they know about everybody. All knows. this stuff they they just choose not like oh, you know. It's choices. Who, it's choices. Who cares? Yeah, like they, they make a conscious choices. choice to to say that and then and then. And then for someone to like educate them on it, like, have you, I mean, have you ever? Well, L, you know? so like look at, so, and also look at what, um, like look how strong the, the inward, uh, the inward with the R at the end is still so prevalent and strong today. Morgan Whalen, you know the Morgan Whalen story? No. Country Morgan music, Whalen. right? Country music. Okay. okay. Um, Young country music guy, I think late 20s, maybe mid 20s, has beard goggles, beard glasses or something mm. like that, you know, pop country. Um, and he like has some notoriety, was doing good, about to um, perform on Saturday Night Live. Mm. And then some video comes out of, and I didn't even watch the video, but some video comes out and he's saying the N word with hard R, like, mm. you know, going off to this thing. You know, I would love to see him crash and burn. You know, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't care. Schadenfreude, be damned. I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. that should ruin your career. Album climbed up to number one, stayed at number one. Um, it was not at number one. Went up to number one, stayed at number one for weeks and weeks and weeks. So if anybody still wonders, we, we have a progressive society. A black woman is the VP. This word isn't so weaponized, isn't such a, an ugly thing anymore. This can happen. And we have a certain swath of our nation who are like, well, because he said that, I'm going to go and uh, download yeah, it. And record. because everyone's so mad about it, I'm going to make sure to, you know, we're not going to cancel him because yeah. we don't care. Right. 
um, the George Floyd mural. I mean, sort of when when uh, Chauvin got a, uh, uh, you know, hey, mm-hmm. you know, he got he got a guilty as charged, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whoever went up there and did that, knows exactly knows exactly what they're doing. If yeah. it's a high, if it's some sixteen year old punk kid, you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. You know, like you could if you wrote, you know, you could wrote Black Lives Don't Matter. Mm-hmm. You know? No, then then they know exactly what they're saying, like. Right, like it's like, you know, it, 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 people, we're all human beings. We know, yeah. Like it's, 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 it's all, um, you know, an innate kind of thing. You know, we we all, we all understand and know yeah. what's really going, what's really going on when you, when you, when you say it, how you say it, and when you say it. Um, you know, and it didn't just slip unless you're that, unless you're stupid on top of it. I'm done with uh, giving anybody the excuse, um, giving anybody any type of leeway, unless um, you know they're children, and then hopefully you know they get they get caught at an early age, and somebody that they, a teacher or you know somebody that they care about really is able to tell them like this is just off limits. Well, and that's that's the unfortunate thing is like how many of these uh, Instagrams have you seen or heard about teachers, you know? going off about uh you know oh telling like the our nation's history as for what it is or right like like are you know arguing against like well you know they shouldn't have been doing that or whatever you know whatever whatever the case like and the students are going well and then like have like the recording the teacher and yeah the teacher the teacher their teacher is you know so that's what yeah, well, so that's what I'm saying. Now we 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 grew up in I would say even our parents grew up. I mean, like your parents lived being black. My parents did not live being black, and my parents grew up in a time where uh, teaching them about black people involved also the whole uh, civil rights movement. You mm-hmm. know, busing, integration, segregation, um, that whole thing, um, and so they grew up with parents who you know i almost have to assume gave a sort of a stamp approval for with segregation mm-hmm. um because you know they were white and they got perks even though they were immigrants from another country black people were not immigrants uh yeah. and for, uh, they they had been here far longer than uh yeah. any of my families yeah. and so so they they had that to fight. They had that uphill battle to climb of being like, well, um, you know, the news shows fire hoses on kids, 
for for being on the streets like what's that about oh you know that's and then then they had they were left to their parents to like synthesize oh well i'm gonna sit you down i'm gonna tell you that like you know black people you know aren't uh subhuman than us like so to rely on that and then to rely on the white schools yeah the white teachers and the white police officers to then like uh share these these truths uphill battle yeah no it's so talking about kids nowadays, when they go into that that history class, you know, they have the thing in their pocket that uh, tells a lot more than anything that they're ever going to learn. It's true from these people. So I I have hope for our kids that you know they know that this is not acceptable, and if you do say it, hopefully they will be held accountable on and that's, several that's levels. Thing. That's the thing. Like you hope, right? And um. But at the same time, it'll it'll take it it will take those parents and those grandparents to make them aware of such thing in in general, mm-hmm. and I think that's the part that um, that just gets missed is let's not talk about it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to bring that up to our second grader, you know. Like I'll tell you this, um, my girls have a book called uh yeah something about like like amazing women right like a to z amazing amazing women and it's got all these different types of all these different women that have pioneered and done things and um evelyn was reading it the other day i forget who she was reading about but it was a black woman who left um not in mobile alabama what's another big city birmingham alabama because her family kept getting uh like but you know, Molotov, Molotov cocktails thrown in the, thrown in the, and you know, Evelyn's in second grade. She's reading the book, right? Mm-hmm. Reading this lady's story about and who she became. I can't remember who the lady was, but um, you know, she came. Evelyn came came over to me and said, and like you know, read. You know, our family kept getting this, and I was like, you know what, Evelyn? And see, and I think that's the difference. I think that is the difference in what's going on in the world is mm-hmm. that black people are all aware of the history and what's gone on in the country. A white person showing their eight year old child how fucked up that kind of stuff is mm-hmm. and what it's and what it's done um, to, I mean, millions of families and um, all the you know everything right um the whole systemic thing like the look on Evelyn's face was like she was sad she was about to cry when i when i explained it to her like just because of the color of yeah of of, of, like that's why i'm glad we don't live in that time evelyn because like the color of my skin the color of your skin like you would get treated very very differently Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be as fun you know and um and like I have had conversations with, you know, watching television shows with um, with with the girls about, uh, you know, for example, um, you know, my oldest Sophia is very into Harry Potter, right? Loves Harry Potter, right? I've seen a couple of the movies, and, you know, and now you're obsessed too. No, not not even a little bit. <laughs> it's like so annoying that what it is that she just talks about all the time. But um, 
you know, they made they they like there's seven movies or whatever that has like Daniel Radcliffe in the like the main cast, right? Yeah. Zero black people, right? Mm-hmm. Zero black people. They made a spinoff, a different Harry Potter that's got a different director. It's based off Harry Potter, but it's mostly a black cast, right? I've never seen it. It's low budget. It's very different, right? Uh-huh. But it's still based off of Harry Potter. And one day, um, Sophia was, you know, really just talking bad about it because it's not. It's, it's not up to par. I mean, those movies are like renowned as like some of the. Right. Like so the whole thing. Right. And I and I told her, I was like, OK, well, check this out. For all those actors that are in the movie. They just want to be actors. They're happy to get a role of, you know, such acclaim already. Right. And think about it like this. There's no black people in the first movies. And granted, you know, J.K. Rowling writes about, you know, you know, Hermione's got this hair and, you know, blah, blah, blah. No black people in it whatsoever, right? And so these people are, hey, I want to be an actor. I'm a child, I want to, you know, I'm a child act. Try to get in, try to get in there any way, any way that I can, mm-hmm. right? And so in a way, because they, you know, you can't include, you can't, you know, change a character around, yeah. which, we all know in the movies, you can. You could have put, you know, like well, we know Will Smith's mom changed uh, changed actors actresses the halfway through yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Like you, you play the character role. They don't the orange hair, brown hair, black hair, whatever. It's the character, right? Yeah. And you're still playing that role of the character. You don't have to have orange hair, and that not unless. The orange hair turns to fire or whatever, something like that, right? Do it, yeah. I mean, it's all a fantasy anyway, right? It's all Give fantasy me a anyway. It's all it's all made up anyway. So why come? How come you can't include, you know, other other people in 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 the thing? And like I explained that to her, and see now I'm like, look at how horrible you're talking about these people. Yeah, that are actors. They're trying to they're trying to get on, and like you know who's in charge they're being they're being hired they're trying to you know they're in it too you know and it's like and then guess what guess what happens they have everybody your age who you don't really know any better but you're talking so horrible about it and all of them happen to be you know the black people yeah and so yeah you're set up to be like i can't stand that and it might be the show might be garbage, like because it, it might like, check, be out, check, out the, check out the you know the the budgetary differences, like I mean yeah yeah yeah, but you know hey, you know and but yeah they're not you know not talking about the actors or anything like that. You're talking about just like what I mean it goes back to everything that we talk about like where's where's the money going where's where's the money supporting so mm-hmm. the, you know the budget what was the budget for the Harry Potter movies I'm I'm sure oh my god endless but, you know, right because yeah. it made her a, a gang of money so yeah. it's like uh, yeah throw you know throw a couple of black people in there um, who are fantastic actors you tell me that like. Um, they're not any black British actors because black British actors are the ones that win uh, the Oscars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you're telling me like you couldn't have, you know, not Harry, but like, you know, whatever the, whatever, the, like the, his, his, his best friend dude be a black, a black. And then you normalize things for kids, right? All of a sudden it's like the first movie you see, you know, and like maybe you read the books and go, well, he's, shit's fake anyway right like shit's it's not fake, real man the whole it's not, fucking it's not book real is fake. so we can include some people or whatever you know and it's it's 
you know, and I and I ask them all the time, like show new shows that they're watching, stuff that they're watching. I'll go, is there any diversity in it? Yeah. You know, who's who's it? Is there any? Is there you know, and and how are they portrayed? Yeah. To at least make them think about it. And that's like some high school like level type stuff that kids don't get because it starts right now right it starts now it starts when they're little kids they don't really know any different yeah but we know that they're thinking they're tangled and all these disney movies what do we have the princess and the frog is the only black movies whack by the way i I did i i did not think it was you know and she's yeah she's like a, a, a business owner trying like her hardest to make this business happen you and know why had, Elliot? Uh, because there's no black writers or you know uh story oh, and people they, that and work for the, fucking disney the over the top yes you're totally right they have no idea what they're doing and then they have this totally over the top like witch doctor from like that's the portrayal of like a black man from new orleans like yeah like is that what uh, so, we're talking like a, about a, a um uh caricature oh. Yeah, like a character, but a um, you know, a voodoo, uh, yeah. vo- you know, voodoo master, you're like, yeah. And you know, it's like in the meantime, you know, tangled, for like all these other ones, like, okay, you got you've got uh, Moana, okay, Hawaiian, but there's still only one, one black Disney princess. Yeah, one. And- and they're they're maybe even doing a, a black little mermaid. And, a, and people are probably up in arms. Maybe yeah. It's just you know, and that's the thing, it's like Blink, Malcolm Gladwell's Blink talks about that exact same thing. Like even they've got even it, it's even set up so that when black people see, you know, at the blink of an eye, they see that they see another black person, it's not positive thoughts. Yeah. Well, and, and the, I mean, this, this, you know what, um, maybe we can, maybe not that we can wrap up this episode because I love like where we're going. Um, but my thought is, is something to the effect of like, <laughs> I mean, what do we want to do with all the, um, and Sean Keen had a great podcast the other day, um, but all the uh, the the visualizations and the the visuals and all these videos of black trauma and black suffering, uh, being raised on fucking cops, um, mm-hmm. all this stuff, like that has to <clears throat> for anybody. If all you see is dark skinned people doing wrong, being done wrong, being you know, if you, if that's all you see, then we are just going to be conditioned. Like if all I see is fish in water, I'm going to lead myself to think that, you know, probably there's only fish in water, right? Yeah. Well, was that, um, the documentary on Netflix, the third, the 13? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that documentary lays it out perfect, like lays it out exactly what we're talking about. Like since the dawn of time, right. Um, you know, shit. We watched that movie a couple years ago um, with Bing Crosby and uh, Fred Astaire, The Holiday Inn or whatever. Is that uh, he's doing blackface? Yeah. Mm. Now, it's a musical, 
where he's tap dancing and he's singing and all this stuff, right? And, uh, you know, well, like Chelsea minstrel- watched that when she was a little girl, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the, the min- min- minstrel shows, I think, is what, like, the whole, uh, is that whole genre of, like, you know, Black people performing for white people. But Black people weren't in the, in the, in the movies. They weren't allowed they to did, be in the movies. They did Blackface instead. Al Jolson, they, I think, is one of the earlier ones that would do that, too. Really? I don't know. I've never heard of his name. But um, all that stuff is like... For entertainment purposes, like my, you know, like my parents didn't really have a choice. If they were gonna sit down and like watch something, that was the that was the option, right? Like the black person is, you know, the the you know, the the village idiot, um the the bad the bad guy, the you know, whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Just acting this the perp. hey the perp these this is what these are who black people are this is what you're conditioned and trained to think and know right i mean what i think i saw a little thing with um uh alfonso ribeiro that played uh carlton in the freshman he talked about how nowadays there's less there's even less like positive black television on tv like in the 70s and 80s they had like the Jeffersons and you know different strokes and the Cosby show and stuff like that but it's like oh it's actually like you know some positive you know oh and like I grew up Family Matters was part of like TGIF or whatever like that was a big deal uh like In Living Color was a a show that I watched all the time yeah um you weren't allowed to watch it but I was (laughs) we watched we watched it all the time we watched it just not you know under uh surreptitiously we watched it (laughs) But yeah, no, no but yeah, you, like, you you look nowadays like I mean it's it it's changed because people can really just watch exactly what they want to watch. And so like a black family's Netflix history looks very different than a white person's Netflix history. And yeah. that is that is um because people, you know, it takes a lot to gravitate out- outward of it. Like I don't know, like I've that, never seen a um um a Tyler Perry movie. I mean, neither have I. Just that's not a choice for me. Well, I'm just. But, <laughs> well, I'm just but, saying, like, like if we are really in this era where I can really cater all of my input to whatever I really want, it's not like like TJF was like these are the four shows that are going to be on tonight. Thursday night with uh, Seinfeld. These four yeah. shows are what's on tonight. Yeah. I can't. I can't watch what I can't binge yeah. watch a series that, that nobody's ever heard of before. True. True. But I mean, and I don't and, know. But where you I'm can you can rest assured in, in 1996, not a single white family is getting around, you know, evening time watching any kind of show that was predominantly, you know, like 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 Martin sitcom, right? Mm-hmm. Great sitcom. The dude is funny. Mm-hmm. But the whole cast. You can, yeah, you can bet, you can bet money that the viewership percentage, I mean, had to be if I'm being, if I, if even I'm being generous, 85, 15%, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no way, right? Like, while Friends, on the other hand, was probably more like, you know, 75, 25, you know, percent, but it's the biggest show ever, 
Mm-hmm. It's like, and there's, you know, and then it and it goes cameo back to here, cameo there, right? And then it just goes back to you know the money, who's making it, who's the who's choosing the who can be in the show and stuff. And it's like you're telling me that like Jenny Fox couldn't have been one of the friends. You're I mean, telling me that you know yeah. like. Ugh. It's it's yeah. David Allen Greer couldn't have been a dad on one of those shows, right? You know, give me a yeah, break. He could he funny. could have fucking been one of the dad one of the, the men on Full House. Oh, like man. imagine imagine the show then. Oh my he, god, he he is funny. He's insane. Yeah, like yeah, but like yeah. I mean, it's 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 you know, it's the line. It there there's very clear a line that. Mm-hmm. You know, people just either choose to choose to that people just choose not not to know that you know I don't I don't see it that way, and you, congratulations, you're out of luxury to not be able to see it that way. Yeah. So how do you explain? Like, I mean, we talk about the numbers, the real the real shit. Like, how do you explain that? Do you just think? Well, you weren't you weren't good enough, really. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, but yeah, it just didn't, it wasn't the right fit, you know? And like you sent me that thing, uh, that, that Twitter, where it's like the the biggest threat to uh, something is to find people that are oppressed, that say that they're not oppressed, like when the, um, oh, what, is, what, is it, what did it say? Um, How Tim Scott. That thing from, with, uh, with t- Tim, Tim Scott. From uh, North Carolina. Senator from North Carolina, South, South Carolina, North South Carolina? Carolina, one of the Carolinas. I said we don't we don't live in a racist. Yeah, America, that, America that, is not racist. We that out. Yeah. Oh, what did you? you said yeah, that e- e- yeah. E- it was Ibrahim X, um, the author Ibrahim X, who who said like, uh, you know, one of the greatest threats is is. Um, oh, the most powerful weapon of oppression is when the oppressed shield the oppressors, and it's a tweet that Tim Scott wrote, hear me clearly, America is not a racist country. Yeah. And um, Tim Scott, talk to your dad. Because Tim Scott's what, got to be like in his 50s? Yeah. And and that's the thing is like, uh, like I mentioned, that could be the only black person a lot of white families uh, hear. And then so, and because that's also by design, by choice, like what news I watch, what, what things I read, um, then, then if that's the one black voice that I have in my life, that one black voice is telling me everything's okay. Yeah. So how, da- how dangerous and damning that is. Right. Yeah. Right. And like it's the whole funny. idea, like, you know, they, you know, <laughs> it's like the, the look at me. I mean, what, how did I get to my position if this is a racist country? I dare you yeah. to go up there and say, I want reparations now. I want the state of South Carolina to give every black person uh, like, uh, Tim, where's this mule, from? Just give us give us a house in the city that we choose. Yeah. In a town, county that we choose. Um, you know, give us <laughs> give us a house and give us a hundred thousand dollars in our bank account. And they'd cover the mic, be like, "Tim, we talked about this. This is this isn't you, this isn't you, Tim. What's this going on, you, Tim? This is Tim. No, no, no. I'm serious. Get this guy out of here right now. Like, next thing you know, he's driving. He's driving home, and whatever. He got in a car accident. He's dead. 
Oh shit, that went dark. Real <laughs> they killed this guy. They killed him. Or you know, something like, you know. Not- Ellie, Ellie, I gotta I gotta be real with you. Um so me reading the biography of Malcolm X and and things, things uh, learning about all this, uh, and then like trying to talk to certain people. Um, uh-huh. and how quickly I go from like casual conversation to like deep into like <laughs> black power and black pain and like uh-huh. uh how like solutions of like what malcolm x said and what fred hampton said all this stuff like these people that i talk to are just like they're like 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 you see them like tense up real quick like they're probably no, florida they're probably like i had no idea we were about to talk about yeah. any of this stuff. i wasn't ready i wasn't mentally prepared and i you know i never will be you know what i mean uh, and unfortunately it's like you know because, Elliot, it's white also, people are not having that conversation. No. Straight up. No. They aren't and, having that conversation. And, and then once they walk away from me, you know, they just don't, it's not like they go somewhere else right after that and they're inundated by like this other thing. Like we just get to, right. you know, but it's just, it's just funny because like, right. yeah, like Christian was over the other night and I was talking about my podcast and they don't listen to my podcast, um, mm. our podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> just like talking to him and tell him about like uh, the prophet Muhammad and nation of mm. Islam and Muslim mm. religion. And, and he's just like, Oh, okay. You know, cause I don't know what else he's going to say, but yeah, it's just no, like, no, I, I, try, I, I, try, I try to share this info as fast as I can when I can share it. I'm sure he's got, uh, you know, Christian's a nice guy. I'm sure he's got no idea though. No. About any of it. Right. And. Well, and he grew up in Carmel Valley. He's definitely got no clue, you know. Um, and How it, not that that not that that's like, you know, not that that's, you know. I mean, shit. You know, I I remember like talking about he like he had immigrant. He's got immigrant parents. So right? his his dad as a teenager like came here from Italy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like so, Christian, his parents were not born in America. So, like he has he has that whole perspective that I don't understand. True, but at the same time, his parents got here and were probably taught and learned, or more likely taught, that someone who looks like me isn't going to be your best bet. Well, it's like, what did Malcolm X say that, you know, uh, an immigrant of one day can come here and get rights that that I cannot, Yeah. you know, after 400 years? And it's like, fuck, that's like what the, that's awful how is that how is yeah. that okay how and, is anybody and it's okay true. And, then, and then they're conditioned to also be like see you know like i remember like he, his parents came here and started like a, a little grocery store or something like that right or like a restaurant well, a bakery and it's like it's it's huge it's yeah, like uh it's generational wealth type stuff so, okay so they were able to come here and do something like that and they are probably led to believe they were probably led to believe in some sort of way that black people don't don't even want to do that. They'd rather take it from you than actually try to get it. And in the meantime, we're not, you know, we're not giving them a loan. They're not gonna, you know, no one's shopping there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the fun you're the fun Italian guy that makes really nice bread, like as opposed to wow, you're the you know, you're the black guy that, why that makes all these delicious why, pies. You know? Why would I want African bread? Yeah. Or even why would I want Oh, you're you own it. 
you I look, don't know. You look so different than me. Yeah. Why would I want to go there? Right. And that's, Whereas that's, an Italian person, an, an Italian immigrant of one day doesn't look so different than me. Not at all. He's yeah. got a funny accent and, you know, whatever. They didn't get, uh, you know, anybody that came in and like burned the shit down and told them to leave town. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't get anybody that came in and like and broke, you know, broke everything in there and said tough shit, you know, like. And and, and, like, e- and even if they did, um, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been just by a, a appearance alone. Right. Appearance alone. It, it, you know, it's not like, um, yeah, that, that, that's another huge thing is like, you know, I, yeah. Like straight up, like if you were, if you were Jewish and you came here, okay. You still walked in the bay. You maybe took off your yarmulke for that day to get the loan. Yeah. You could do that. Right. I, I, I you know, can't do that. Right. There's nothing, there's nothing, that, you know, there's nothing that you can do. You know, like, like we talk about, like the grocery, you know, hey, start a start a restaurant, start a grocery store. Who's who's going to go there? Unless it's like, a, you know, unless it's in certain cities, right? Like, you know, you can you can experience more success. But uh, on the opposite side of it, you know, you can not only experience failure, you can be like ruined just ruined. because. And no one's going to no one's going to help help you like build it back up right like you know let's say you know yeah the Italian family comes in and they're there it's a bakery and it's you know it's great and then but some you know some racist person comes in and is like we don't like the language that you speak or your you know your green and red flag mm-hmm. you know burn the shit down there's gonna be other white people that are that you know hey I've got brown hair too let's go help them build it back up mm-hmm. you know while, you know, in 1960, that black family just like, well, hey, tough. Yeah. What are you gonna do? You can't complain all the time. First of all, they cheat, because huh? they're one of them black and the other one white. Huh? So if you don't like them, you automatically racist. Uh-huh. No one said, uh-huh. only black people are having conversations about that kind of black plight. Yeah. Like no one, you know, I can guarantee you right now, like our our my my girl's cousins have no idea. You know why we why we want to tell them that? Why would we want to tell them that? Yeah. It's like, well, okay, just want you to know that you know they have a family. They have family. Yeah, that right. Maybe that's why treated, you, that's why you need to tell them. They may be getting treated differently. Um, and hey, it's twenty twenty one. Sure, but. Uh, you know, in our neighborhood, they're still the minority. Not everyone can, uh, you know, has, you know, can get there. You know what I mean? And it's not because for lack of trying, lack of desire, lack of anything. It's like everyone needs everyone, right? Mm-hmm. And some people are feel more comfortable going elsewhere. Yeah. And uh, the just the whole like I always go back to the uh, what Malcolm said about it's a human problem. It's a human problem. It's not. It's a human being problem. Like 
Yeah, it's not. You know, it's like, not like, like I told you, when I see black people with some white dude realtor, it kind of just makes my stomach turn a little bit. Like, hey, I'm a realtor too, damn it. Damn, you know? <clears throat> and it's it's crazy. Hmm. But yeah, like what? I'll never I'll never forget like that little conversation that me and Evelyn had about Oh man. When she like she was like I saw the look in her face, Elliot, and it was just like, you know, she was like, wow, she's like really sad. And it's like she's like nobody would ever treat me like that. Like no, and that's and like, really hey. good. And I but and I, I but I make sure I, I make sure to let them know, and that's and that I think is the main difference in a lot of why we're still talking about this in 2021 is because only certain people are going to have that enlightenment and that won't happen until they're 25 30 years old you know mm-hmm. maybe and by then it's like damn do i give up whatever i've built up in my life i've been able to build up in my life to to help to um or do i do i risk speaking up mm-hmm. you know and that's just that's just you know straight up the way the way it is i think if you know, like the other day, a like soccer practice, little girl that Colette is playing with, whose sister is on Evelyn's team, you know, you could tell the skin color matters not to them at all. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're just playing. They're just yeah. little little kids that are, you know, four or five years old, playing around with the, with the bubbles, right? Yeah, care less. But you know, I mean, I don't know. But I would bet that they're not having a conversation like, you know, hey, um, you know, the George Floyd incident, who knows, but all the protests that occurred, these are, this is why it's happening. My kids know. Yeah. It's like, cause like we have, you, they you have tell, to you tell Colette about it. I mean, I talked to all of them about it. Like, look, you know, like, and, 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 you know, cause, cause I, cause I can see it. I can feel it. Right. Like, um, I think Colette at one point said something that so-and-so is better than me because his skin is lighter than mine. Mm. Like from like school or daycare or whatever. She was in her car seat. I was taking her somewhere and I, I don't even know how or where she came, where, where you're, it came you're out like, of. Who the f- fuck said this to you <laughs> i got pissed and it's like either is it because of what what's they're watching on tv you know hey they learn it i mean they learn or, it or whatever right and i was like and i i told them plenty of times you need to be proud of who you are and yeah. what the fuck you look like like yeah mm. <laughs> you know and and you know i'm hard on them i'm hard on them about their you know their academics right like you know, I look. You can't be the one of the few black girls in school, a. And not be, you know, not know how to read. You know, so even you know, even though she's fucking eight and she's five, like you can't be. The standard has to be higher. It's got to be higher. Sorry, you know, like or you know the. I think another thing that a lot of white people don't get is is you know, the normalization of like, 
a group of white people can maintain multitudes, contain multitudes, right? Mm-hmm. Can be all kinds of different things. And you don't, uh, you know, we're able to not judge white people because we have a, gr- a room full of white people that are all kinds of different. <clears throat> but then when people only, you know, see one black girl and she doesn't know how to read, how quickly white folk are like, well, black kids don't know how to read. Yeah. And then they're, they're sitting there like, oh, you know, like. And then so- it's and then it's just like, a, a, a kid that that, yeah. that is still learning to read. It's a child, right? Like, child. and like you know, for example, stuff like stuff like this, like, like, um, like, like the other day, soccer practice, like, you know, our last week, um, it was my week for the for the girls, right? So I'm like here having movie night with the children, and Chelsea's texting me, like, I lost Colette's, uh, you know, soccer game shorts, right? I go no. My girl's not going to show up with some, you know, like, non-team shorts. Okay. She's the only black, <clears throat> black girl on the team, right? And, you know, and that's and this is part of my problem with Chelsea. Like, well, who cares? Mm-hmm. I care because all these other motherfuckers out here are thinking, oh, look. This black family doesn't care enough to, you know. Can't yeah. either doesn't care enough or doesn't, you know, whatever, can't take care of it so that uh you know she has the full uniform she's the only one not yeah. in not in full uniform like you don't get that you know and i've been doing this this whole time right like like here i am the black dad showing up it's like you know i i, I you know overall i don't really give a shit what people think but i don't want them to think less of my child you know what i mean it's like you don't care about anything. And I do. And like, so, so I always think of uh, Stevie Wonder living for the city. Okay. You yeah, know yeah. that there's song living for the city. Yeah. Um, and he says, uh, our, our, her, you know, the girl growing up in hard time, Mississippi, and then talking about her going to school and says her clothes are old, but never are they dirty. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like, don't even that, think twice. Like your clothes, they are old. They will be old, but they are not going to be. They're not be dirty. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. This is how. This is my idea. Like, we're not gonna go. We can miss the hey, game. I'm sorry, you're gonna miss the game. Yeah, sorry, because you can't I can't go. find those fucking shorts. You know, like, <laughs> tell, like tell your mother to find the fucking seriously. Shorts. And it's like, come on now. This is this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like. You know, yeah. you don't get it. Yeah. And, you know, who cares? I, it. Uh, so I had, so it's interesting to like, you know, so I'm, I'm wading through the world now with a, with a, a, a more acute lens, I think, mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff. So I go to the, I go to the baseball game. So he's in T ball. I told you about right. this. Right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's, he's loving, he's doing well. And so it's Tahoe Park, uh, Colonial Heights area T ball. Mm-hmm. And so a really great uh, mixed, team and mixed mm-hmm. parents like like he goes there's there's girls there's boys um handful of black kids you know he's i think one of three white kids um a couple latino girls on the team and so like and parents are you know showing up because these kids are four and five three four and yeah. five years old and yeah. so uh z and this other kid um a, another a kid who's black like they're kind of fucking around on the field like just having a good time because they're 
you know, four or whatever. They're four years old, yeah. And so they were playing around last week, and then next time Zephyr finally got his jersey, and he had, for some reason, he has the same number as that other kid. Oh, really? And, okay. And so, like, you know, they're like, oh, we're both number seven. So they're having a good time. And then so I, like, go introduce myself to the, the mom, and she wasn't exactly, like, warm to me yeah. about, like, introducing myself. I'm like, man, I fucking hate me, too. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> in my yeah. mind. In my mind. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm the affable, like, friendly, you know, right. white guy. And I'm not about to be like, hey, sister, what's going on? You know, what's going on? I understand right. your plight. But it's like, you know, hey, doing and I, she didn't, wasn't. So I was like, no, I, I understand. Like, I, yeah. I'd, hate, I'd hate me, too. And most people, most people be like, well, what's her problem? Yeah. Right? They like, like, what's her problem? And you know, yeah, I mean, I bet you that same woman warm will warm up. Yeah. You know, like you keep proving yourself, right? Yeah. So that you're not some jackass, you know. And I don't even know how that is, but it's it, it's just like I would have, you know, just like learning what I've I feel privileged to know that like uh, it's not so simple as like, Hey, our kids are getting along. We should probably, you know, talk or let's have a barbecue or, you yeah. know, we'll have this party because things, it's just not like that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much else. Like her guard is all the way up, you know, because she doesn't know what you're, you know, like, you know, straight up. Like she has no idea. And how could she know, like, you know, what are you, what are you teaching your kids yeah. at home when you leave here? Like, are you, you know, and because more than likely she's either experienced it growing up or in her life at some point or sometime. Currently. And, you know, and it's, uh, you know, yeah, that's the way it is. And a lot of people, like I said, would, would, would come away from that and go. They say the goodness in life belongs to those who believe. So I believe. Yes. I start to think and then I sink into the paper Like I was ink when I'm writing I'm trapped in between the lines I escape when I finish the rhyme And yo, I start to think and then I sink into the paper Like I was ink when I'm writing I'm trapped in between the lines I escape when I finish My pop said he was in love when he made me Thought about it for a second, wasn't hard to see I could hear he wasn't sincere, was a game of promotion The entire affair is probably charged with emotion When love call your heart, I guess you got the pursuit 12, 11, 7, 3, my life is testament Praise the beneficent Element that rest Devoid in the form to make love manifest I spent my early years in Roosevelt projects It was a bright valley with some dark prospects In 83, Vandy C was the host with the most I listened to the rapper Attack and hold the radio close. I listen to the rap attack and hold the radio close. This was far before the days of high glamour and post. Man, this is this is um this is some I'm I'm really uh, appreciative of us being able to talk about this stuff because I yeah, definitely have things to get off my mind and and want your opinion about to help you know form me form my thinking and my opinions and I appreciate uh, you sharing you know thoughts and stories with me. Maybe you haven't even thought about these things in a while. I haven't. I haven't. Like, it's a, uh, yeah. I it, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I don't. I like I said. I I don't. I don't have time. Or I don't put any thought or feeling into any of these people. Like, you know, the people that 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 that, that choose to be like ignorant and stupid about the whole scenario. It's like, you know, I hope you catch COVID then. 
fucked. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you're wishing ill upon these people. Yeah, yeah, right. I, mean, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't wish ill necessarily. Or maybe you, let's hope your I, ignorance. I, let's hope your ignorance catches up to you. Let's say that. Yeah, I hope because you know, and like, but I just don't care. Like, I, I hope it's gonna be you know, some other someone else is gonna drop the drop it on you where you where you have that like like oh or damn I, I shouldn't have been so cavalier mm-hmm. this whole time um all right well thanks everybody for you know listening to this podcast we we, we feel like we tackled a pretty rotten subject but i think it's a subject yeah. that uh, needs that more uh white people need to address and talk about and ask uh, I'm just gonna put a blank. Ask black people about how they feel about it. Yeah, and, straight and up, then, go and be like, yeah. <laughs> talk to any any of the black people that you know. Go up there and ask them, how would you feel if I called you this? Yeah, you know me. Whatever. Yeah. How would you feel if I if I if I called you this? Not the er, but the the a and and the r <laughs> and the r. And like you know, if people yeah, if and, people and, are confused, if people yeah. are confused, go ahead and ask. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Please inquire and see what they'll tell you. Bet your money. Bet your money that no one's going to be like, oh, it's all good. I don't mind if you say it, really. No, I, mean, I don't mind at all. And then do it and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So uh, we will be in your ears pretty soon. Uh, and thank you so much for your time, though, everybody. Really, really appreciate it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good episode. I'm, I'm glad. Um, you know, I'm glad we talked about it, Lady. I'm glad to share some experiences. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. And uh, I'm glad to actually uh, that you sent me that video because that, that was really eloquent the way he broke it down. And uh, um, hopefully, people hear it, like hear it. Yeah. Not just listen to it, but hear, hear it, it and under- believe it. And believe it and understand, it. like you know, mm-hmm. it's this is what this is what is going. This is what you know, what we are going through or what we feel more often than not. You are now leaving the Folding Towels Podcast. Yeah, and thanks, Al. Over now. Okay, bye. Good night. Bye. Man, they barely talked about folded towels, but it was fun.